I can't stress enough, um, like I've said prior to, in a lot of uh, stories that I kind of explain or talk about um, my life or ex- really most of my experiences and try to, whenever giving a lesson to somebody or explaining a, a lesson I learned really uh, to somebody, I, that's the better way to say it because that's the truth. I'm just explaining my lesson that I learned and maybe you'll learn something separately that pertains to your life. but. <clears throat> I was thinking about writing a book on how I cope, excuse me, how I use art to cope with some of the things that I deal with, like my anxiety and PTSD. And then I was thinking about um, writing a book, excuse me, throat's a little dry, writing a book on lessons that I've learned as well. And um, I was just thinking that, you know, I'll figure that out when I figure that out. Usually when I write an essay, I write my essay on, um, like, usually when I write an essay, my essay is usually on, like, um, you know, like, I, whatever it's about, I'll write, I'll jumble, write it all jumbled out, right? Then when I finish writing it all out jumbled, then I usually go about it, like, by, um, I go about it by, you know, patching everything up and it making sense of it. Well... As you can tell, when I speak, it's kind of the same thing. Um, And sometimes I go all over the place. So, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, So it's hard because I'm not writing an essay. I want to do it uh, visually, really. But that's my final intent. But through the rough draft, I want to do it through audio. So that it's easier for me to go back and figure out what I want to include and stuff like that. So one of the things that I was um, talking about earlier, uh, a minute ago again, was the fact that I've always um, been a worker. I've always been into working and business and things of that nature and counseling as well, actually. And when it came to working, I've been working since I was about 13, 14 years old. Um, Whatever age is old enough to work and you get your paperwork for working. So when I started working, one of my first jobs... um, it was something that I um, liked. One of my first jobs, I think, it was a library or a laundromat um, or a restaurant. I mean, I like all of those places. I, I like my clothes to be clean, and I've, I've, I've learned how to wash clothes since I was really young. But then um, with the restaurant, I like to eat. I like to cook. Um, I was a dishwasher at the restaurant. And then with the library, I was um, just a librarian, so I would stock the shelves. I was the lowest, uh, I was entry level, so I, I was still in high school. I just stocked the shelves, like, made sure all the books was in the right order and, like, you know, um, everything was, like, straightened up a certain way. And if we had, like, meetings or whatever, you know, I helped out with the meetings and things of that nature. So in the beginning of me working, I had a lot of experience in uh, just, just a few different fields to see what I might be interested in or what might jump out at me. And it's interesting enough that, I got experience in areas that maybe a place I would want to own, for example, like a laundromat, because that's not a bad place to own. And I was always into owning my own business at a young age, too. Then um, with the restaurant, I mean, I would love to own a restaurant, but also I wouldn't mind working at one, being a cook, depending on what the atmosphere was like, because I actually love to cook, but I like to cook emotionally. So I like to create things. That's one of my creative sides. And then when it comes to the third thing, the library, I mean, I like to write, that's the way I like to vet, but I, I love to read as well. And so 
it's just funny how I got experience in areas where I got my feet wet in areas of interest. And so I'm bringing this up because I think about some of the missions that I've wanted to do. And one of the missions that I wanted to do, two of them actually, one was um, about uh, people who were inmates helping them write books so they can get residual income, helping them publish uh, some of their artwork, whether it's a book or a poem or a, a song or whatever, painting. But then the second one was to help people in troubled situations, hostage situations, whether it be that they're an ex-game member or is a gang member or, you know, they were um, exchanged for sex, um, things like that. I wanted to help people out of situations like that. Those are the two things I wanted to do that were, like, really um, challenging, I guess you could say, to an extent. Could be challenging for people. But I was interested in those areas because I've had people um, that I was related to and I have experienced, you know, uh, the whole um, law thing. And, and, you know, it's interesting how people get treated. And I've always noticed that. Um, and, and some of the stereotypes, and I, I, I've experienced some of that stuff. And, you know, I experienced in my past too, but I didn't let it try to, I tried not to let it affect my future. It did somewhat, but I didn't know until I started going to therapy again. Um, so it did affect my future. And um, I tried to let it affect me positively. I always tried to let things affect me positively by looking at the bright side or trying to um, be the change I want to see. So if it's someone in an area where I respect or I, I feel like, you know, dad, you're making that place or that um, corporation or whatever it is look bad. I try not to hold that person responsible for whatever they're representing. I try to just look at it, you know, as, you know, that might have just, they're human and that might have just been a mistake or what have you. Well, it's so many things that I wanted to be a part of where people have disappointed me. And I know at the end of the day, that's part of life. If you ever read The Four Agreements um, by Michael Ruiz, it's in there about not taking things personal because a lot of things that people do really is based on what their self, like how they feel about their self. So anyway, um, I try to really apply that to my life. And most of the time it's helpful, but the times it's not helpful is when the things that is when I'm not in control. And sometimes I'm not in control. My anxiety gets out of whack. I have a flashback. My PTSD start flaring up like that really happens with me and it's frustrating because a lot of people can't see that illness you know what I'm saying like they can if they understand it or they experience it but it could be mistaken for other things and that's what's been going on with me and so that's why I started opening up about it because it's it's scary like yo a lot of people that do some of the things that I do are experiencing that and I'm trying to figure out do they know that that's what's really up or do they just go by what what's working for them right now? You know what I'm saying? What they think is working for them right now. You know, do they know that there's like it's a lot of people in my community who are dealing with some type of mental health and mental health doesn't make you stupid or nothing. Actually, it doesn't. OK, but some people are afraid to admit to it or to even find out because they think that that pretty much is saying they're retarded or something or they don't or they, they can't do something well or, or whatever. And that sucks, you know, for somebody to not know maybe that something affected them a little more than, than normal. Now, it's a lot of us walking around that deal with things a certain way, and it's become a norm. It's become a social norm. Now, for example, marijuana. That's a social norm. It's like having a drink. I don't have a problem with marijuana. Like, I really don't. <laughs> I love it. I think it's a lot of health benefits for it when you're dealing with, um, you know, epilepsy, when you're dealing with chronic pain, when you're dealing with actually anxiety, when you're dealing with, uh, you know, um, having problems with eating. Like people, my grandfather, he he's very he's a very thin man. When his wife died, 
my grandmother, God rest her soul, that affected the entire family like a fucking, excuse my language, hurricane, okay? So, especially me. So he lost, he already was losing weight because of the illness he had. He lost more weight. He has trouble eating. First of all, he's used to his wife. He's used to eating his wife's food. His heart is broken and he has an illness. That nigga's have excuse my language, but I'm just going to keep it all the way 100 and not, and not, you know, I mean, this is my shit. I'm just saying he's, 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 he's having a hard fucking time. I wouldn't want to eat a goddamn thing either. Okay. I need something to push me to eat too. So I'm saying that would help him in that situation. A person in epilepsy, dealing with epilepsy. I think it ha I've had a friend who has epilepsy. I think it would have helped her because she would get stressed out so much to where she would pass out in the middle of work. Like, that's a stress decreaser, right? So that would have helped her if she had her, you know, if it's that work right, it would have helped her if she had a pen. She, nobody would have smelt it, and she would have had a pen to calm her down while she's dealing with customers, or they needed to have removed her to a different department anyway. That's a whole nother story. I got a bone to pick with that entire company. But I'm just saying. So I was just using some things as an example, but I've dealt with that a lot of my life. Um, and I've dealt with it in different ways. And when it got to a point in my life where I couldn't use a lot of my coping mechanisms because of circumstances, you know, I leaned on some of my other coping mechanisms a little more. Um, sometimes I really wasn't happy about that because I felt like guilty, you know what I'm saying? But I'm also thinking like that because I really am, a, I really try to stay aware of when I'm in balance. I try. I can't always notice that shit right away, but I really try because I know what I'm dealing with. So it's just important to share different, like, um, different symptoms and effects that people have and different solutions. It's just good for people to do that. Um, but like I said, back to the, to one of the original points, cause I really went around the world with this. Um, one of the original points is, is that, you know, with the youth, I have a sibling who loves working with the youth, would like, went to school for that. Um, and they want to do the same thing I want to do with, um, with inmates, but they want to do it with children. And I think that's amazing because they're clever enough to help them do children's stories and so on and so forth. This person, um, this person, my sister, <laughs> I have more than one, but I'm saying they're both smart as hell. So I can say it like it's like it's for both of them. It, it kind of applies to both of them. But one of them, you know, um, she went to school. She um, she she's good at writing as well. That's something that runs in our family. Art runs in our family in general. We're good at art in general. But, um, you know, so she 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 got um, some skills in areas that would help her give that class and minister that class to students. And I told her she should do something like Toastmasters. I hope she does. I, I totally think that would be amazing if she did that. And I did the older people actually um, with the publishing part and let that just be our like sister um, bonding. But business, you know, and I would love to incorporate my little sister with it because she could be a part of the classes, but she can also. Um, help give insight for the younger children. So it really is something I would like to do. Now, the reason why I got to that, and I'll get back to my point, because this is just a portion of why I'm making these points, why I'm making these points. I'm going to tell you why I'm making the points in a minute. But the reason why I wanted to do that now is because before, yeah, I always wanted to help people in my business that I had prior. I did some type of nonprofit stuff. I've always, and if I worked for a company or had my own, I always gave back some kind of way so um the business i had prior i was a it was a a, a business 
clothing business for curvy women. I started that business because I've been curvy my whole life and I didn't always have confidence about it. And so um, I wanted other people to have confidence. Like, you know, I don't want them to feel like they can't find anything cute or whatever like that. So that was something that I wanted to cater to. But I gave back somehow with that company. Um, and I wanted it to turn into a boutique truck. And I wanted to take my sisters with me. Um, and I wanted to sometimes take my mom and my dad separately. They weren't, they're not together. So he got rested, so he passed away. But they're not, that's a whole nother podcast. Anyway, they're not together, but I wanted to take them to just show them appreciation um, for what they were able to do in my life and the things that they weren't able to do. You know, like, listen, you're human and I'm not holding it against you. I still love you. I just want to show you that you did do a decent job with what you were able to work with. So I wasn't able to accomplish that goal. That's why I kind of turned to the next goal because that allows me to still travel, still do work, give back. And you know what? It's making an even huger difference. I can touch way more than just one type of person. So that was why I went to that next. Um, I do like the idea also because it was kind of somewhere I was going in the direction of with my career. Um, I was actually trying to join the Army even though I had an experience with a member a long time ago that wasn't really great, but I've also had great experiences with a lot of other members. So I try not to let that, you know, go get to a point where it affected me, at least from what I want to do with my life positively. So I, I really did want to do that because I wanted to be same thing with everything else. I like to travel. I haven't always been able to, but I know I like new, not new things, but different things and different cultures and, um, I just wanted to learn more about other places. Um, I have a respect for it and appreciation for it, and it's part of my art. So anyway, um, I wanted to join the Army so I could travel, but also so I could help people in a lot of places, and so I could visit family too, and I could have great perks, and it could have helped me with you know some of the things I needed help with that I worked so hard for at work. So that was my next step. Like I was actually going to – I know that's kind of late, but that's what I was going to do. I was going to join the Army for a lot of good reasons, and I mean, you know, also because I wanted to have some kids and – this probably wasn't a good time to do that, honestly. I mean, I'm going to get pregnant while I'm... But, yeah, actually, that's exactly what the fuck I was going to do. Excuse my language again. So, that wasn't going to work because I got hit by a car. So, the next thing I was thinking of is, okay, well, then I'll be a cop. And, honestly, that was another thing that I had a little setback about because I had a bad experience when I was younger. Kind of called for help. They didn't... Domino effect from there. But, um point is is that I wanted to be the change that I wanted to see in that situation as well so I was like well I'll be a cop but I have a little bit of a, a stigma about being an officer and uh through these past couple of years experiences good and bad that is exactly why I had trouble with it for the good and bad experiences um you know like a lot of them it's just a lot going on with them so anyway um you know just 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 use your imagination but um so this is the third thing. I mean, where else do you go besides that? Where's another Where's another area? Because I ain't going to be nobody damn president or mayor. I mean, a mayor probably would help because I got plenty of ideas on how to build the city and make it make money and make it look pretty and make sure that the people got programs that they need. So honestly, a mayor would have been amazing. However, I knew that wasn't an option. So I was even thinking about something else, and I still am at this point because of the experiences that I had and because of the kind of person that I am with a you know, uh, what, 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 how I think and shit stuff. But anyway, I'm not sure. So moving forward, that's why I came up with the program that I came up with. Cause it allowed me to contact all of those people, you know, and incorporate them into my program since they don't seem to, um, you know, know fully about me. 
they're interested in some locations, some states, some cities or whatever, but they don't really know me. I'm trying to figure out why they're interested, to be honest. Like, what did you hear about me to be interested? You know, or are you just offering, or are you just letting everybody in, like, and then you'll go from there. Like, what are you doing? Because that just, I, that trips me out, like, uh, because of the experiences that I've had. That's the reason why I'm confused, okay? So, that's another, again, another podcast. So, okay, let me now get to the point. Because, again, I go all the way around the world sometimes. Um, The point of all of this was, you know, I see a lot of young kids in different places. And not just young people, just people in general in situations like mine. Um, you know, to where they might have fallen down in life or, you know, they had some setbacks and it's so bad to where it changed their life drastically. And so, um, I started thinking about the youth a little more. I mean, I don't, not a little more. I think about them all the time, but I think about how difficult the world could be for them. You know, like it's a lot of shit going on and shit just keeps growing. Literally the shit keeps growing, not (laughs) the good stuff. Like, but then you got a part of the good stuff that's growing too. And you got all these kids out here, like, every generation gets smarter and more advanced, okay? And it seems like it's, like, the way life is is, is going, you know, there, it's going more towards technical stuff. Like, technology is taking over. And while that's cute and all, um, I'm trying to figure out, is that helpful? Like, is, it, is that, is, I mean... I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like I'm 85 years old saying that because, you know, I'm in that generation too where technology is a big deal and it makes things easier. However, like I remember back in the day, Dag, I really feel like a lot older than I am, but I don't even care. But I remember back in the day, like where certain things of creativity or certain ways of dealing with certain things, I feel like they were better <laughs> than what's going on now, you know. But then again, I, I feel like, like I said, the way things are advanced nowadays might be helpful for the new generations to come. But my concern really, um, that's, that's not the concern. I think that everything will be fine in that area. My concern really is, is that with careers, like because of how long I've been working in my life and because of the experiences I had in the last couple of years, after all of the hard work I did and after getting sick and what happened after I got sick after all the hard work I did, I wonder about how many other people might have went through this. And then I wonder about some of the people who start off in life and they might start off on, quote unquote, the wrong foot and what they have to go through just to get back on another, like to get, you know, to get that fixed. But then I think about also the ones that don't have a chance. Like, it, I almost didn't have a chance. If I didn't come to North Carolina, um, who I'm worried about, the, 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 w- the category of what I'm thinking about, that's exactly where I fall. If I didn't come to North Carolina, that's literally like, I don't even know if I'd still be alive right now if I wasn't in North Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not because I was out there doing some crazy shit, but it was also like, you know, just certain, certain, certain scenarios and certain, I mean, I just, you know, I, I was, I was kind of in a rough, I mean, I'm not saying it's hard up top, but it is a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like it is. And I wasn't in a position to where. I mean, somebody might have had time to be able to mentor me and help me out because when I started slipping, it was through an experience. But the reason why it wouldn't have helped there is because of the experience and how the, how it affected me. So I really would have went left and left 
and left and left and left. And so this is why I want this program so bad as well, because I had an opportunity where somebody helped me go to a different state. They didn't do too much after that, though, okay? They let me stay in their house. I got two jobs. I stacked my money. I got a car. After I got my car, I continued working those two jobs. I got an apartment. After working those two jobs, and I'm holding down an apartment and a car, I also had to add an extra job that I'm not too proud of, but at the same time, listen, everybody needs to know how to do that, okay? Because you never know what's going to happen in your life. Secondly, um, I was in school, too. So I was doing a lot. Like, I was doing a whole lot at the age of 19 on my own. But I needed that change, like, because I had already experienced something, unfortunately, that was about to make me do a, a, a turn that wasn't good for my future, okay? So thank God I had the opportunity to go somewhere else. Sometimes you need to change your scenery, all right? There's, there's children who can't do that, though. So with my program, the reason why I had to do all this extended, like, conversation is so that I can help myself understand more how to explain to another person why they're going to need to help me. But that's why. Because if somebody didn't take the time to be like, yo, I, I know you fucked up, but I already know who the fuck you really are. Come here and take me into a different environment then I would have been fucked up a lot worse than, I mean, I, I really, shit could, again, I could have been dead or uh, maybe somebody else would have been, okay? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, it's, it's a big deal when you do stuff like that for people. You know what I'm saying? That might not, I mean, they didn't, they did not baby me at all, but I'm glad they didn't. They knew that they didn't need to. You know what I'm saying? They really didn't. It's, yeah, I went through some shit after that too, okay? That's life, but what I'm saying is, is that, Honestly, I needed that opportunity, and I deserved that opportunity. But I ain't the only person that deserved that opportunity. So I just want to make that opportunity available to other people. And it shouldn't be just available to people who are young, because there's some people who get older, they need a little more time to figure out, like, oh, okay, no, 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 I'm better than this. Wait a minute, I need to do something different, okay? I'm, st I'm, I'm dealing with that right now. There's always something we need to change about ourselves to be a better to be who I guess you want to say God wants us to be if I want to you know that's the best person to bring into the conversation I mean all the time but for real though like he's always working on something with us so I'm not gonna sit here and say like oh you know these kids and blah 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 blah. I don't listen I mean honestly if you're happy and healthy I really don't care what the hell you're doing. But at the same time, I do care. Because, <laughs> again, like, my future was important to me. And it still is. Like, so I just don't want them to feel like, you know, it's not important because nobody cares. I felt like that before, too. Sometimes I feel like that a lot now. Like, and I don't like that feeling. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I, it takes some time for me to talk myself down from it. But I, I, I do talk myself down from it thankfully so that part is cool but the, the the bad part is is like i said there's people that don't have that going on like they don't know that that's what's going on or they don't have somebody to remind them like i got plenty of friends not plenty but i'm saying i've had friends in the past where that was our relationship like i had a homegirl i was going through a rough patch she was going through a rough patch when we got on the phone I already knew by the tone of her voice what kind of that it was going to be one of the conversations where I had to amp her up real quick. And I wasn't lying the whole conversation. I was just reminding her of how I was reminding her of all her good traits so that when she start venting, 
it won't feel as bad, basically. Because basically she was just dealing with a rela- a broke a breakup. When you deal with a breakup, sometimes that person makes you feel like you ain't shit. Sometimes you need to be reminded by people who really know you that, yeah, that didn't work out, but that don't mean you ain't shit. So that was really a simple fix, even though, you know, at, when you're going through it, it doesn't feel like it. But it was a simple fix. It just was. But at the same time, again, when you're going through it, it don't feel like that. It's the same thing with being broke. It's the same thing with losing a job. It's the same thing. I mean, it's not a simple fix on the outside looking in. But, you know, it is other ways you could think about shit that'll make you feel a little better. But the on the flip side, a breakup ain't the end of the world, okay? Yeah, divorce is like a death, though. But a breakup ain't the end of the world. You still got you. But when you, but certain certain things do be feeling like the end of the world, yo. Like, you you gotta eat every day. You gotta get around. You gotta wash your ass. You got you, you gotta you know what I'm saying? It's, it's certain necessities that a human needs on the daily. Okay? There's certain things that people shouldn't have to like um, finesse to get. That's the stuff that makes me angry. That's also why I worked as hard as I did, and unfortunately I got sick and had to take all time for work. However, that is exactly why I worked as hard as I did. That's the part I don't want the um, younger ones to miss. Like, first of all, if you ever look at anything that I've ever had, because there was a point in my life where they was looking at me, they seen me a little too often. First of all, I used to go to work and go home a lot. Like, that was just my thing, okay? But they started seeing me, and I guess they started assuming, like, oh, well, how are you getting your things? You know, I guess they assumed one thing, and I had to make it clear, like, you know, not for nothing. I don't care what anybody else does. That's their life unless they need me. However, that's not how the fuck I got. No, I worked. I was clocking in somewhere. And I was clocking in more than 40 hours a week. And I wasn't just clocking in. I was really doing my job. And I wasn't just doing what was in the guidelines. Like, I was going above and beyond. So, I was expecting them to pay me accordingly. <laughs> Let me just make sure I keep a little moment of silence for that. But I was also, you know, like I was working towards something. I was striving for something. I was actually trying to stay within that company for years. I was trying to move up within that company. And, you know, sometimes when you feel a part of something, that makes you, that helps you too. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is that's something they should be yearning to feel a part of. If not a company, because, I mean, that don't let that be your whole life. But if not, that be one of the things. Let it be something. Think about what you, think about, the, think about what you really into forget everybody else for a second and forget what you need but think about what you like and what you're into and what what you want and then try to move accordingly and you might need some time to do that you might also need a few experiences so don't feel bad if you go in the wrong direction i've done that before too i mean you're gonna do that your whole life okay you're never gonna go in the quote-unquote right direction what's the right direction Besides what God has in his book. And at the end of the day, that's vague sometimes. You still, you know what I'm saying, got to kind of figure it out. You know what I mean? So you have to, at the end of the day, look to him for God as to ask him to guide you and thank him for waking you up and et cetera, et cetera, and pray for those you love and the ones you don't, you know, pray for them too. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you, you still have to, like, figure out what's going to work for you and then go from go from there. And some people don't really have that opportunity either. Just like they don't have the opportunity to change their scenery, they don't have the opportunity to think for themselves fully. 
And I don't like that either. I've always had a problem with stuff like that. I don't, you know, anything that's unjust, I got a problem with. I don't know what that is. Like, it don't got to be all the way fair, but I don't like for people to not be able to, like, it's certain stuff that really messes with me deeply. I don't know. I don't, I think I know what it is. But anyway, the point is some stuff disturbs me on another level. Those are some of the things. And I, like I said, it, it, may, it means a lot in somebody's life when they're able to uh, feel like they can, they have some kind of hope in, in a situation where they feel like they don't have any at all. You know, like I'm dealing with something right now, a lot of things, not just one, where I feel like I don't, I don't really have any other choice. And um, I'm making this mainly because of that, honestly. It's a way for me to cope. I can't go in the house because I don't have one at the moment. I can't go in the house and cook. I can't go clean the house and blast music. I can't, like, it's, uh, I mean, those were literally, I I need a long time to meditate. But at the same time, you know what I'm learning about what I deal with? Actually, that's the worst thing that I could do. And that's, what, that's, that's one of the problems that I'm having right now. Like, that's literally the absolute worst thing that I could do is go off alone while I'm feeling some kind of way and just... You know, like, it's okay if I'm going to channel it, but if I'm not going to channel it, it's not okay. Because I'm really just going to drive myself into more anxiety. doesn't matter what I'm doing. And so sometimes I have that trouble too, you know, um, not having stability, but also, you know, that's how I was used to dealing with certain things. Now, I do know for a fact, prior to me suffering from certain trauma, like, I feed off of people. I still do that now, but it takes a little longer. Like, I am not who I used to be initially at all. I'm not a quiet person. I mean, I'm laid back and I'm usually calm. However, quiet, like shy. Yeah, I, I'm not really a shy. I, I, I don't really have that in me. I mean, I have anxiety and it's social sometimes. But shy, no, I'm actually not shy. It's just I'm cautious too. Like it's it's a reaction. It's not really that that's who I am. I'm usually very friendly and open with every freaking body. And I mean, you know, I I don't get that damn over. But I'm open enough to where you know I'll greet anybody. I'll talk to anybody about you know just random stuff or tell them they look nice or something like that. I've never had a problem with those types of things. I've really never had a problem with making like a, a associate or a friend or whatever either or networking. I never had those kind of issues. But there was some trauma I suffered from right before I moved here and then a little bit after. So it was kind of, it kind of threw me like, mm, I don't want to deal with nobody. So I naturally, when certain things happen, I resort to that feeling of just not wanting to deal with nothing. Okay. I just want to isolate. But then I have to, I, I'm learning, I'm going to have to talk myself back out of that because I don't, I can't feed that. That's not going to resolve anything unless I'm praying that's literally not going to resolve anything. And yeah, I could say a prayer, but I still got to like let that go and give it to God and then move on to the next thing. So one of my ways of dealing with that without having a home is I literally divert everything. So that's how I diverted it. I thought about how, you know, the program that I, I'm trying to start fully, I thought about how, why I started it. That's always been important to me why I do something. Like, I really don't do anything for no reason. I don't do anything for no reason, unless it's a reaction, like a, um automatic, you know what I'm saying, reaction and not, that I can't control. But, like, that you'll know. I mean, I guess you'll kind of know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> um, 
but the, the but other than that like usually like I, like when it comes to work i guess that's what i'm trying to say you know or making a decision like that with, with where i'm trying to create something i think that's what i'm really trying to say i don't do stuff like that i don't create nothing for no reason and i don't think anybody does it's usually something that somewhere they're coming from with that so that's where i'm coming from with it the help i need is going to be interesting because i really want my own security team i've been trying to get one together and they i think they think i'm playing and i'm very serious um i mean i really want them to sign permission slips and everything like i'm serious but whatever um and so i mean i can't anyway long story short i need a security team okay that's not the only thing i need but i do need them because at the end of the day with what i'm dealing with and what i'm trying to accomplish yeah the police can help me in those states and and, and cities but they already ain't doing enough they they're not they already don't really know what to look for they already really don't i'm not trying to be funny i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be rude i'm saying though like they're not really worried about that type of shit because it takes i guess a lot more work and then now i'm realizing that that's another department but that department has to get something specific in order to even feed into that or to even look into that so what about the people that nobody don't say nothing about then they just left for nothing see that's already a, a, a problem i have you know what i'm saying so then the reason why i want my security team because when you involve them there's certain things they got to do and there's certain things that don't need to be done until somebody gets a certain kind of help because they probably don't need to be going in that route at all they just needed your fucking help but you didn't you wasn't able to do that shit from the jump so or you weren't around or they couldn't get to you or whatever the case may be so now they're in a situation where now you trying to come at them all crazy and they like wait a second i really listen this didn't have to happen you know so i want to kind of be there for those kind of situations Usually a lawyer's there for that, but uh, lawyers ain't going out and actually making sure these motherfuckers are okay. They ain't going out and trying to find people like, uh, but are you in a situation? Like, they don't have time for that, though. So who does that part besides the people of God? And they ain't even out all the time doing all that. They go to certain areas or they at the church. You got to come to the church. What about what about people can't? So I'm saying that's like I have to literally go out and like look for this type of these things these uh signs and, and and people in this situations there's areas i could look in but honestly that ain't the only what you think might be the obvious areas ain't really the only areas it's in and honestly when it's that drastic that it ain't that that's going you know what i'm saying so it's interesting what i want to do and the reason why i thought of this also was because of some of the experiences that i've had in my life that i don't really want to talk about right now all of but it's also because a friend that i had that i joined toastmasters with when I was working um, at my last job, she told me to join because she saw how I got shy at certain times. But when I was able to speak, like I, I said some decent things, I guess, to her opinion. And so she was like, you really need to get back into practice with speaking and stuff. And you should really do speeches. But either way, you should get back into practice with that because, um, you know, it's good for you. Like, it'll help you with your career, too. I see where you're going and you're going to need that. You need to need to not be nervous, you know, when speaking on the spot or whatever like that. Um, I had to get hands-on experience. So I had to have some, some situations with um, people who I could not avoid easily. Um, and that is what helped me with that. I was really just talking about the law. But anyway, so that's what helped me. Um, I was sick when I went to court and had to deal with that stuff. And I had to go through it like that in order to feel like, okay, I'm getting to a point where, yeah, I don't give a fuck, excuse my language, about, you know, if somebody... Um, 
you know, here's my opinion anymore and, and feel some kind of way. Because it's not for them to feel no kind of way. Actually, it's for them to get them to think. If you feel some kind of way, maybe it applies to you. And, and maybe that's why God made you feel some kind of way, if that's what he did. Because it's for you to hear so that you can understand how it applies to you or for you to look at something. Or somebody in your life might need it. So I'm not, I'm not really concerned about offending people anymore. But I really had a genuine concern about that with how I speak. Because, you know, sometimes I could be a little funny about stuff like that's just how I deal with things I try to make fun of things and so sometimes it throws people um I got an interesting sense of humor I have to have an interesting sense of humor I have had an interesting life okay if I don't laugh about it I'm gonna cry about it straight like that that's just what it is there's no that's straight what it is that's literally what it is okay so I'm gonna cry I'm gonna laugh I choose to laugh so anyway um that's my thing but um that's why I was, like I said, thinking of the program because my friend that I worked with, um, she was trying to campaign for um, people in, in in sex trafficking, like how to help help them fund raising funding to help them out of that situation. And um, I've even uh, experienced some interesting, like I said, I've experienced some interesting stuff. So when she was talking about it from the beginning, like I was kind of like, I don't want to talk about this lady. But as she kept bringing it up, I was like, you know what? That's a real serious problem, though. And I wouldn't want nobody that I love to go through that. I wouldn't want nobody that I don't know to go through that. I don't want nobody going through shit they don't want to go through, period. Especially something that like, OK, you got to go to the doctors. You need to get checked out. Listen, that's different. OK, that's totally different. If you don't trust them, you need to go to another one. That's OK. But stuff like, you know, that, that's not okay. That's not, no, there's no reason that's okay. There's literally no reason. Now, I've made jokes about that with males because you don't find that happening to males very often. But, I mean, just on a serious note, no. I mean, that could happen with, a, I think, I don't know. So my thing is, like, either way, that's not a good thing. I don't want to ever find nobody in that situation. A lot of people get thrown in that situation when they're in a situation that I was in at the age of 19. Same situation I was in at the age of 17. They get thrown in that situation when I'm in a situation that I'm in now. Like, I've been in a lot of situations where most people, that's what they resort to. They're either going to sell that or, or some drugs or or they're going to rob you. I mean, I'm saying they're going to they gonna do some shit to you. You feel me? Like, somehow, some way, somebody's going to get affected. Okay, not just them. I've tried not to affect other people in my situations. I'm not saying I'm an angel for that. I'm really not. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is, is that, you know... Like, there's reasons people end up doing certain things, and um, I'm not saying it's all right, but I would rather catch it early if that's not even something that they want to do and that they're thinking that that's all they have a choice to do. I would want to give somebody that opportunity that I had at that age of 19, basically. I would never want somebody to not have that opportunity, and they're in a situation where they feel uncomfortable and unsafe, and they feel like they can't live their life or try to live their life i would never want somebody to feel like that you know when when they make when they make i think it's lamb um or no when they make veal okay i think that's i don't know what animal that is i kind of forgot for a second but anyway when they make veal <laughs> it's a baby animal that they keep in a cage and don't allow it to grow that's exactly what you're doing to a person when you're forcing them to do something they don't want to do basically something real drastic like like selling itself and stuff like that that's what you're doing like so yeah that's how i think about it and that 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 makes me uncomfortable too
So when people joke about stuff like that, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't care about jokes, but like real life, like, no, there's people in the world really going through that. And that's not cool. Like it's really not. And, um, either they get introduced to people who make it worse or they have to end up in worse situations. And like I said, by the time the police come along, it's like, oh, well, you've been doing this for so long or you've been doing this for this amount of time. We don't know who you are. Like, wait, hold on. If somebody's doing something like, if somebody's doing anything really crazy that they need to have, they need to catch a real big charge for, I'm gonna need you to find out how the fuck they got to that situation. I just, I, I would wanna know. Like, I would never wanna judge somebody and not find out all of that information. That's the, t that's the part that made me wanna go into law enforcement. That part right there. Cause that's literally my life. Like, it's a lot of shit that happened in my life that didn't have to happen had the people that were supposed to do their jobs at the time that they, that they, they, they should have just did their job. They didn't do their job. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be lenient with, with certain situations. That's actually exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying they should be lenient, but at the same time, look into some stuff, like certain things. And if you already know certain things, stop playing, stop playing about certain things too. Like, you know, so I don't know. That's my opinion, but... Um, that's why I, I, I wanted to do the mission thing uh, for all of those reasons and so many more. And um, uh, now I'm at the point where, you know, it's hard because I don't really have all of the proper resources, but I do have access to some resources that will help drastically. I just have to learn how to utilize them. So instead of writing it down, because ever since my grandmother died, like, I don't, I don't like to write. First of all, I don't even, I never like to write with pen and paper. But I always used to, like, email myself and, like, you know, keep rough drafts like that. But even when I did that, I wrote kind of crazy to where only I can understand it because I always felt like somebody would take my stuff, my, my, um, take my, um, material and use it. And people have done that in the past. And then what I started learning, too, is, is that, you know what? I forget sometimes, but can't nobody take from me what God has for me. So maybe he has something similar for you. Maybe he needed you to do a trial run for me. I don't know. So either way, I can't get mad at that. It might, you might've needed that. I don't know. I don't know. But I have so many ideas. He literally put so many in my mind. Like I'm very innovative. So I can always put a twist on what I created. Even after you copy, I can always, always, just come up with something new. That's literally how my mind works with stuff like that. So I'm, I'm not concerned about that no more. Only reason I get concerned sometimes is because I'm like, dad, one of the people could have, they could have threw me some money though. Like I kind of need that right now. Or they could have threw me a resource. Like who helped you with what, with, with certain parts? Like let, tell them, tell them I need help with certain parts of mine, you know, that type of stuff. That's, that's really what I was looking for. So, um, but moving forward, the reason why I would have liked for them to really acknowledge that type of stuff is because I was only telling those people because really I'm, I'm looking at them like, wait, no, let's work together. Like I need your skill in what I want to do and you might need my skill in what you want to do. So, you know, let's be independent. Let's, let's do that part independently and work together. Like why not? But I don't know. Some people it's a competition and I mean, for me, it's not, yeah, I need my ends. I need that to survive, but, um, it's not just about that. It really is about why I'm doing certain things. Like it's, it's, it's that too. Cause I don't ever want to, like, I got to get out of certain different things and deal with certain different things that I've never dealt with before. And that's part of my life. However, 
what my main concern too is is that the reason why i've thought of so many i guess it looks drastic i don't know drastic things you know to to make changes but i've always been the type of person that's been in positive changes or just change in general however the reason why i really thought of making such a big change with my career for example or starting a business and you know, working so hard and not spending my money just so I could start a business in the future. The reason why I did those things in the past is because I wanted to have kids and I really was genuinely, and I know I could tell like my ex, he didn't, he, he doesn't, like I can tell he didn't believe me. So I'm trying to figure out who the fuck am I going to find that's actually going to believe what the fuck I'm saying. But it doesn't matter because God will send that person to me too. But Basically, the reason I didn't have kids is because I was really genuinely afraid that I wasn't going to be able to make sure that they were, like, fully taken care of properly. And one of the things I was worried about was their safety. Like, I didn't want to end up in jail for hurting somebody for messing with my kids, but I also didn't want nobody fucking with my kids. And I didn't want to be in a position, be put in a position where I had to figure out how to balance that out. And I was genuinely concerned that I was going to have to be put in that position because of some of the things that I experienced in my past. So I thought, you know what? Let me make sure I make sure that I got something on me so that I won't go too far overboard. And that they can know that, you know what? That's her kid. We'll try to figure that out with her. But um, we're not going to, we're, we're not, we're, no. Take her kid out of the situation. We're, we're not going to talk to her about this right now. We're going to diffuse some of it first and then we'll bring her in because this bitch will blow y'all shit up. And that's straight like that. So I thought maybe if I become an officer, that'll prevent me from being able to do that because see boundaries, you know what I'm saying? I was putting myself in a boundary situation so I could be in my kid's life. That's all I was trying to do, okay? I know it sounds crazy, but that's the truth. I didn't want to be put in a position where I had to shoot somebody and go to prison and not see my kids because unfortunately my father was put in that position where he couldn't see me and that affected me in a, royally in my life. But... You know, I also thought, you know, I mean, maybe I could help somebody else's kid, too. But I don't need to be catching charges for it, okay? So, I thought maybe if I'm an officer, you know, listen, I can't be doing crazy shit. Now, I don't know what they're doing, but I can't. So, that's a restriction, and I still can make sure that they're taken care of properly. That's all I was trying to do, okay? Now, people that really know me understand where I'm coming from with that, and they would have laughed, but they would have been like, yeah, no, they really, but you know what? You always made us get along or you always was trying to tell us like you didn't make us try to do the right thing all the time. You didn't worry about that portion or get involved in that. But if it was something too crazy that might fuck me up or we were treating each other like shit, you really did always go out your way to like curse everybody out. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Like most people that really know me know that that's really just who I am. I'm just very motherly. That's all it is. No, I don't care about your fucking business. I'm just motherly. I don't want you hurt. That's literally what it is. And I don't want to fuck you up because I'll do it. But I definitely don't want nobody else doing it because I won't really go that far with you. I just curse your ass out and hurt your fucking feelings. And the tone of my voice, it, you'll feel the shit. But somebody else might really do something to you. I, I, I'm not really into that. I ain't, I ain't trying to. Nope, I don't want it. So that's just the way I am. Like, that's just naturally who I am. I just didn't think that maybe I should make a fucking career out of it. I, I didn't think I, I didn't think about it. OK, I thought maybe I just needed some kids. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, um, that's what it sounds like to me, that I just need kids. But again, um, unless my other half is going to make sure that I don't have to ever be involved if they have certain issues and that they're well taken care of in that area, 
then there's certain things that I'm going to have to make sure is taken care of. Or I'm going to have to have an understanding wherever my kids are going to be getting raised. There's going to need to be a, 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 a clear understanding like, yo, I, listen, I love everybody. I really do. But I, I, I got a little twitch. And that that's that's a soft spot for me. Please just, I mean, no, if they're bad, I want to know that shit. I'm not going to get mad at you for that. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, some people get a little out of hand with other people's shit. That, that I, 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 I just can't, I mean, even my mind now is, is, is thinking about crazy stuff. So I'm just saying, I, I, I get nervous. I get really, I, it's just, I think I need more therapy before I have kids, actually. I don't know. But in the meantime, that's what it was. So, um, moving forward, uh, so I still don't have any kids. <laughs> I still don't have no kids. <laughs> I'm still afraid to have them. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to have any now. Cause I'm so stressed out about all of that, that I'm afraid to have one. Like I'm still afraid to have one. I don't, I, I don't know when that's going to, I need that shit to go away. I do. Maybe when I meet, that's why I wanted to be married before having kids. The person I was dealing with wanted us to have kids first and then get married. I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. You're not understanding. That's how I know you don't understand me. You're not getting it at all. You're not getting it, bud. So, um, that's why that didn't work. Um, and from some other reasons, of course, but I'm just saying, I, I, I see now, like, <sighs> I gotta definitely, um, talk to a therapist about that because, you know, I'm getting up there and, um, in a minute I'm going to have to like, don't not donate, <laughs> adopt if I want kids. Cause it, it ain't, it ain't coming out of me. And this is all over a, a traumatic experience I had. Like, I mean, I could say this, I got some white in me, but that sound white as hell. It does. It does, okay? I don't give a fuck, it does. But the thing is, is it is what it is. That's the truth, all right? It's the truth. It's the truth. So um, at least I know, and I'm trying to deal with it on a daily basis. Um, I don't know if that's going to be resolved. I, I, I don't know if that one's going to get resolved. I really don't want to not have a kid, though. I want a kid, and I want a kid with my last name. And um, I want, you know, I want my genes somewhere in the process. You know, I, I want that. Then I had a girlfriend. Um, I mean, we were more like friends. But I, I would have loved for her. Like, can, can, can you mix two eggs? Like, I want her to birth my kid. I wanted some of her genes, though. Like, I, 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 I did. Like, I wanted our kid to look, you know. Anyway, so that was another option. I don't even know if that's an option. I'm not sure what, what's going on with science nowadays and all that. But, um, so, yeah. Um, don't want to carry the kid. Scared of that. I got really sick last time. No, it was, it was really bad. I couldn't even eat, okay? I literally couldn't eat anything. Um, and it happened more than once. But then the other thing was, again, once I have them, I'm just really concerned about their safety. Um, I don't want them growing up in that. I don't want them growing up around somebody that's nervous about their safety to the point where they're following them to school and shit, where they're, you know, like, just doing too much. I don't want to ha make that my life, okay? I don't. I want to. I want to enjoy it when I have them. I want to enjoy them but i also want them to enjoy life and i don't want to instill in them any kind of fear especially that's not even godly 
okay? You're not supposed to fear anything but God, okay? But, you know, I know some of these things. I just got to apply some of it. And sometimes, I, most of the time I apply it, but there's sometimes I don't. And I'm having one of those moments, so I'm long-winded as I don't know what. But at least I'm proving some of the points that I was trying to make. So when I actually put this all together for another reason, I have some material for it. But in the meantime, um, <clears throat> you know, there's just a lot of concerns I have. And um, a lot of the times it's connected to certain changes I'm trying to make or certain things that I'm trying to do. And I just wish that I could express that a little more clearer to people who are able to do it. So I'm praying to God that I always end these with some kind of prayer. But first, I want to thank God for waking me up. I want to thank God for blessing all of those that I know and care for um, with a good day. I also pray that you just protect them and guide them, Lord. Uh, make sure they're happy and healthy and so on and so forth, as well as me. I also pray that, you know, um, you continue to just cover me. I, I need that. Um, not that you're not going to not do it, um, but yeah, I, I need it. And I need to take over my emotions today for the entire day. Like, I, I, I don't even want to be here, Lord. I'd rather you do it. Could you just... If you don't mind taking the wheel for the day, I would really appreciate it from here on out. I don't I don't want to be present, um, but I know I have to be. So um, if you could just help me out with that, because I feel a roller coaster coming. I, I feel I feel the ride getting ready to start and I'm not really ready for the dips. OK, so if you could just no today, the roller coaster. I, I, but anyway, um, in the meantime, because I have something for my roller coaster. Thank God you made plans. Um, but. On the flip side, again, I just want to thank you for helping me have some clarity in what I'm trying to do and figuring out um, why I think certain ways and being able to take what I learned in therapy and actually being able to give myself therapy because I'm not going to say a lot of this stuff in therapy. I'm only going to tell her how I feel about something and try to figure out how to not feel that way. I never really go into detail, and that's probably why because, I mean, I, I could do that alone. Just give me the tools to try to resolve my issues i really don't want to tell you all that information it, it, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable so that's what i did and i'm learning more and more ways to do it so i'm a good therapist too this is where i get my practice from i have to use it on myself but then i apply it to other things like god always sends me a test he sends me several tests he's gonna send me a test on what i had to deal with this morning he always does so um Again, I want to thank you for waking me up. I want to thank you for the blessings I'm going to receive. I want to thank you for helping me deal with the things that I don't look at as a blessing, even though either way, somehow, you're doing something for me, not to me. Um, I want to thank you for helping me straighten out my perspective. I want to thank you for these these kids. Could you help me and my sister with our little publishing business or our little whatever we're going to call it? I really want to do that with her. And I want to do that with my, my other little sister as well because... I really feel like, first of all, help me get my brother because he's adopted, but I know he, he's in a closed adoption. So uh, I really would like him. I mean, does he need to be with those people? He got a sister, but I can't get him because so anyway. And then in the meantime, um, but bless his heart. And I know that he's good. I know that he's in a good home. It's just I, that's so like odd to me. Like it really is. Um. Like, why did my dad... I, he didn't have a choice, but why did his mom do that? Like, what was that about? Um, so just, Lord, please always, always please hold him 
but hold all my siblings, please. Hold hold my entire family. And when I say family, you know, I don't mean just people that are related to me, you know, through, through, uh, through, you know, blood. I'm talking about everybody that I can, I, cause I love everybody. You actually know that. So I'm not asking you to do that for us all. Okay. Just, just help us to be nicer to each other. I know that that's actually something you want and you can't even get it. So I don't know why I'm, but it's really what I want. Um, so I agree with you, but I don't know how you, I don't know. Guess I'm supposed to instill what you say. Oh, wait, my time about to run out. So, um, I just want to ask you to guide me with what I need help with, Lord, and ask me to, ask you to, um, to help me follow. And then as for the things that pertain to, um, you know, uh, other people, help me to open up when it's, when I need to. Like when it's necessary and it's really gonna, and you you want me to 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 open up to help somebody with something they really need help with, Lord, please help me with that. Like, like I said, take over. Don't even like literally. Whatever I mean, just let the Holy Spirit take over. I don't want to ever miss that again. I feel like in the past there's been times where I miss like speaking to certain people or maybe listening even to somebody, and I feel like you know, that might have made a difference, and even though, you know, I mean, I can't go back in time, in the future, I just don't want to do that, but especially when it comes to advice, like, I know I'll be missing times when I could do that, and that's good practice for my other stuff, too, so I really need to, like, pass that, I need to get past it, I'm not all the way past it, and I thank you in advance for my healing, and the areas that I need healing in, um, and I thank you for helping me let things go, you know, when I need to let them go. I'm thanking you in advance because I definitely haven't let a lot of things go. But most things, but there's some that I haven't that I really need to, like, it, it needs to get away from me. But I just don't know how to, and I'm working on it. Also, thank you for the workouts I'm getting ready to start. I'm just going to go ahead and claim that because I do need to start working out again, but I have not. I'm on my period right now. I'm I'm a little, like, in pain anyway, but... I definitely need to get back into that, um, like, the way that I like to, though, because it really helps me. It's I, I learned that I'm not going to do it as much if I'm not doing what I like to do. So I really do want to focus on the things that I like um, and just, uh, I'm just thanking you for the positive changes in advance again. I can't stress that enough. I learned some really stressful things this morning. I just don't want any more of that today. And even if it does come my way, I pray that you help me to, to deal with it like you've been doing already. And I pray that I grow in that area so that I don't have to go through this hour-long process of me venting and trying to divert. But I hope that um, I'm getting to a point with these recordings to where eventually i'll have some volume to where i really can put together at least one book um there's from my life there's going to be so many different books but they're not going to be like my life story they're going to be different things like i said want to be a lesson on coping mechanisms through art another one will be on lessons like for something else specific you know lessons i learned you know so just stories like campbell soup but not campbell soup that type of thing um I don't really want to do like, oh, this happened to me, that happened to me, this this is what I did, that's what I, no, I don't want to do it like that. I really literally just want to make sure that people get 
what's needed out of the story, just like when you hear a testimony. So that's ultimately what I'm doing is a book of testimonies. And um, I got to definitely go back and listen to a lot of this because um, I think I got a lot of this material already for at least one book. So, all right, I'm going to sign out, but um, I don't know what the next topic will be about. I had to listen to this and see if I even stayed on some kind of point. I'm sure I did, and I was all over the place. Like I said, I'm on a roller coaster today, so haven't been able to get off of the roller coaster quite yet. It already started at, I don't know, 7 o'clock this morning. So, all right. Um, I have more to say for today. After my prayer this morning, uh, I realized that God kind of answered me uh, when I kind of went over some therapy this morning after having that prayer. Um, usually when I pray about something or not just when I pray about something, but when I ask God about something, he really does answer me usually, but he, he answers me in the oddest ways. And one of the ways he answers me actually is really by like, um, just showing me or making me say it. And it's so interesting because in order for me to say it, I have to be speaking out loud and I don't speak to a lot of people. I usually talk to God all day. Um, used to speak to a lot of people but I kind of shied away from that one of my traumatic incidents in the past I'm working on it but in the meantime more than one but I'm working on it in the meantime um I don't want to stress that too much because I don't want to lean on that like a crutch it's not that I'm leaning on it like a crutch when I speak about it more often now it's really the fact that I'm I'm finally at the realization that even though I was diagnosed a couple years ago I'm at the realization that first of all that's when I was diagnosed but that's not when it started and secondly now I'm in a full understanding of what I'm dealing with but I'm also in a full understanding that it really is what I'm dealing with and I wanted to be sure that that's what it was I didn't want to be carrying on like oh you know this is what I got and this was wrong with me and that's not the case but it is so something just happened and it gave me uh, a bit of a, a flashback and it made me think about something else and I'm going to think about the other thing first because it, even though it sounds sad it's a better thing than the other thing uh, it's, a, it's a better look at something um we have an illness going on right now in the world where, you know, a lot of people are being affected. And if it's not them, it's a family member or someone they may know. Hopefully not that, but a lot of people are being affected, right? And so it's um, it could be life-threatening. Um, and a lot of that's going on already without this new um, epidemic. However, when someone close to you passes away, um, you tend to deal with it in a lot of ways you're supposed to go through actual modes of it of things that you can you know that that happen and i wish i had my little book with me that i write my notes on with facts because <laughs> that stuff is just good to mention the actual facts that's written down but the, my point is you can actually look that up if you're really interested um but there's modes that you go through and i was in the denial stage for a long time when my grandmother passed away she was the first person that passed away that was really really close to me in the past, people who were close to me have passed away, but they were friends. Not saying they weren't close to me or that they didn't mean anything to me, but I didn't react all the way. But my grandmother, I got to, and I also didn't see them heading in that direction. Well, my grandmother, I did. I didn't see her dying necessarily, but I did. I seen her getting sick enough to where she might need the hospital more. I seen her in the hospital sick to the point where, you know, she might not be lasting too much longer and those are some traumatic things to see especially when you're already a little bit sensitive I guess I'm sensitive I mean I wouldn't describe that uh, as a trait of mine 
I think it's more so that just certain things are very monumental to me. So, and I think about things a little too much sometimes, but that's how I am. So, um, that put a perspective in my life. Like, I was already sick and had to take off time from work because I had been in a bad accident. And um, the accident of her passing away put me in perspective of what's more important. Now, I've always been more into family being first and um, God being first and things of that nature. However, um, I also didn't get to spend a lot of time with my family after a certain age. And during that time, I put a lot of my um, time into working and kind of isolating sometimes, but working and growing too, honestly. And so uh, I'm the kind of person, if I'm around you, I put you before me. So I needed to be selfish during that time, but I still feel guilty about it because some of the reason why I wasn't around was also literally that, me being somewhat of, I guess, selfish. Like I didn't feel comfortable around certain people, so I didn't want to be around and blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, um, I was still working on me, you know, like getting past certain things that have affected me negatively. So it was good and bad reasons of being, you know, like I said, selfish. But um, I did grow in that time and I needed the growth. It's just, I guess I didn't care about work as much for a second. That's what I really mean. And that was one of my coping mechanisms with what I was dealing with prior to that. So um, when, I, when that left me and some of the artistic ways I deal with things left me, it kind of um, scared me a little bit because my feeling for anything in life that was naturally making me enjoy life was going away. I didn't realize that I was just coping with her dying. I mean, she meant a lot to me. <laughs> but um, a lot happened during that time, even more things that really wasn't okay to happen. And um, that didn't make the situation better. So in hindsight, I guess it's good for experiences, but it's also good because of the lessons I got out of it. But at the time it was just really a lot going on. And it still is, this is the after effects of it. So when I returned back to the thought process I had at the beginning of this, basically what I'm saying is, is that I was put in perspective of what's more important. And so um, I was dealing with someone, we kind of broke up when she got, when I got sick to the point where I couldn't go to work and I, she got sick to the point where she passed away, like we, we kind of split up. And we split up because we already had something going on where we were getting ready to split up. But at the same time, we split up because that stuff was affecting me bad. I feel like that person should not have basically left me. I told them to leave, but they shouldn't have left me. Um, <laughs> maybe they should have, but I'm saying they should have checked in with me a certain way, and I don't think that they did, but I don't really know that they didn't. So I can't say anything about that portion. However, um, what I reason I brought that up is because I had been with this person almost on and off, but mostly on, for years. And I wanted to be married. I wanted to have kids. This person went and had kids with someone else because they wanted to have kids before we got married. And I wanted to get married before kids. I had a reason. I guess they had a reason, too. I think they did. Theirs was pretty valid. So was mine. We could have come with an agreement. And, I mean, natural things, honestly, would have had us have a kid first. But so I guess there's some resentment on that, too. And I get it. But um, that's the truth. So and that's the truth from my perspective with me feeling down. So, of course, a lot more happened that makes me look a little more more innocent but I'm not really trying to shine a light on that at the moment really what I'm trying to express is a certain point so that made me 
want to um, be more involved with my home life. You know, like I was decent with that, but I could have did more by not being at work. However, I wasn't in a situation where I couldn't not be at work. So that really wasn't an option. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I still felt like, yo, you know, I really wish that I had kids. That was the main thing that kicked in. I wish I had kids because nobody, um, none of my children are going to be able to meet their grandparents. That's really what really messed me up, you know? And, um, so I'm really recording this because it's part of my therapy. Chapter th two of my therapy. Sorry, I meet nice. But, um, the, also, the other reason I am is because of course part of my therapy I'm, I'm discovering things so again um natural disasters or anything that's just really serious that goes on in my life i take it extra serious nowadays because of that you know i know that i've lost a lot when i lost her and um it's kind of a, a metaphor because i really did i mean my grandmother yeah i didn't lean on her as much during the time that that was going on but I did from here to there. Like, I actually did. And it just hurts, you know, that I didn't get a chance to, you know, show my kids to her and them see how she is as a person. And it's just scary. And she met my, who would have been my stepdaughter. She met her. She was funny as hell about it, but she wasn't trying to be rude at all, actually. She's just a smart ass like me. And the person knew that that's. I hope they knew that. Actually, that makes me think about things, but a lot of things. But I would never, um, I just can't think that. So anyway, um, at the end of the day, she's, um, the loss, the loss of her, like I said, made me not think about, you know, a lot of things that were quote unquote important to me. Um, I'm also thinking about how that affected other things moving forward now. Like, I don't have a desire to really be with anybody for um, the reasons I used to want to be with them. Don't get me wrong. I want to be in love when I get with somebody. I want to, you know, be married and all that other mess. I do want to do all of that still, but my hope in it has decreased a little bit because my situation has been just, it's like, of course, somebody would still want me, but <laughs> sometimes I'm going to think they don't because I don't even want to deal with me sometimes now, you know, and that's just a natural thing. Like some people don't want to admit stuff like that, but I don't mind admitting that because I usually do like myself. And you know what? I got that from the opposite happening in my life. I've met a lot of people who didn't like me or mistaken me for somebody that I'm not and been a certain way to me. And that did nothing but build up my self-esteem. Because I had to check myself along the way, like, wait a minute, who, who are they talking about? That's not who I am. I had to check myself, so in a backwards way, they helped me. But with my grandmother that passing, I wasn't able to be optimistic about it. And that destroyed me. And then I lost not only her, but I lost really the love of my life, actually. I mean, I was in, I, like, I wanted to get married to this dude. Like, so that was a lot. Um, I didn't want to be around my family because I had gotten used to not d depending on them to, you know, um, for support. And to be honest, 
I didn't realize how much of a support system that they were when I was around them. I had forgotten. So all of that was interesting to, to get back to realizing. But one of the other reasons I didn't want to be around them is I didn't want them to see me in that much pain. I know that they had seen me, some of them had seen me in some really serious pain before, and it was really tough. And I guess it's because I have a, a certain way of me about me, even though I'm sensitive, I am very strong. I can really withstand a lot of things. I have. But that doesn't mean that I don't still have feelings and that it doesn't take me a personal conversation with the Lord or just myself. I'm going to be honest with myself or that to like get my head right or get myself back together to where I, I can deal with other people. I have to do that. Now, I used to do that for a living. That's the only reason I could do it so naturally now. I literally had to do that for a living. But because I had to do that for a living and I'm so good at it, when I need help, which is now, it's really hard for people to identify it. And I make it so easy to look at it like, oh, no, you was just a little worked up. You're over it now. When that's not it. I'm not over it at all. It's just that if I keep carrying on like, a mad woman. You're never gonna stop to really make sense make sense of the situation. But you know what I just realized? It's the opposite. No, it's the opposite. I can't be calm. I can't be a lady about it. I can't be I can't try to make I can't try to be professional about it. I literally have to be a complete fucking asshole. You know what? That's in me, but that really ain't who I am. That's a piece of me that comes out only naturally without my control. I don't want to ever get back to that point. The last time I've seen myself like that, like genuinely, truly, all the way let go, seeing myself like that, I was a child. Get the gist of what I'm really trying to say? I'm grown as hell. I'm not doing all of that for somebody to, uh, I know I have a condition. That doesn't mean that I have to like act out if, I, if, if that's not one of the things that I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, I do. I can explain it too. Some of it, um, listen, it's something, listen, I, it's already done. Now I have to explain it. I'm sorry. At the time, I was having a flashback. Shit was, you know, I can't, listen, at the time, I don't, I can't really, I can possibly try to explain to you why that might have happened, but I can't fully, but after the effect, after the effect of it, yeah, I can actually tell, yeah, you know what? That's actually why I did it. It's just my mind is quicker. It's like, wait a minute. You've asked how many times you've went through this much. My mind and my feet and my hands and stuff. Sometimes it's beyond me, and it's like, listen, no, you, I can't take it no more. Okay, so that's kind of what happens. Different things happen, and then I gotta figure out how to explain that to somebody later if I have to. Cause honestly, I have already. You knew it was coming. I explained it. I asked. I explained it. I asked. I explained it. Over 10, 20 times. You had to know something was going to happen next. I'm just saying, you know, thankfully it wasn't anything unsafe. So that's really where I'm coming from here. Like, I, I just feel like, you know, some things are not in the right perspective with people or some people don't have their priorities in order. And that is okay for them. I just can't uh, be involved with that. I say that a lot lately. Like, I can't be involved with that because it's true. I cannot, I cannot involve myself with certain things, and that's one of them. You know, um... I'm okay if you don't need to do certain things right now, but I know what I need to do, and I would want somebody to have that kind of respect where they 
you know, if they can't help, they just at least have respect for the fact that, oh, okay, you got to do what you got to do. And then I'm cool. Because I try to do the same thing for other people. To the point where I've lost a few extra things doing that. And I'm, I can't take any more losses. So, that's really where I'm coming from. Um, again, perspective, priorities, and, and just the amount of losses. Um, it doesn't add up. You know, I've always had my priorities straight. At least that. That is, a, again, a norm for me. Just because I suffer from something doesn't mean that I can't do something. So, that's a norm for me. I, get, I keep saying that really because I guess um, for me personally, I felt like if I deal with these things, I'm not going to be able to operate the way I used to. But it's not true. I've been dealing with it the whole time. I've been sick the whole time. I've been working and getting promotions and, and, and going to school. and I've been sick the whole time. These things that I'm dealing with now, this shit been going on the whole time. It's just a little more out and open because I, I don't, I can't, where am I going to hide at with it? That's it. So, um, some of it has progressed a little bit more because I had to deal with other people knowing it and try to take advantage and then twist things around in my life. That part, I don't appreciate. That's taking advantage. This is why I want to collect on disability. Because at the end of the day, it really ain't so I can sue people, but it is so I can sue people because I lost all those things. I can't get it back by just saying like, hey, you, you did such and such and I need you to fix it. Can you help me? And I really am disabled while this happened. That's actually not okay. And I cannot fix it all. And I'm not going to feel bad about it because I fixed so many things in my life for me and other people that it's about time somebody fixed something for me. Sorry that I'm young and I've already done so much. Not sorry. It's helped a lot of people. So I don't understand why when I ask for something, it's like a big deal from certain people, which is crazy. That's another part of this that I don't like. Certain people that don't want to help or don't. Now, if they can't, don't because they can't, that is totally different. Don't and can't is different. If they don't want to, because they feel as though, you know, I don't deserve, I, I don't want to, I'm not going through that with them. Please keep that energy when I get what I need. I'm going to get what I need. You don't know me. Please keep that energy. I want to know it now. Why I ain't got shit? How you really feel? It's one thing if you think that I'm being lazy and that's why you don't believe in me. Because if that's how you really feel, that's an opinion that's different. But because I could, you know, in a portion, like, I know how I work, so I can see where somebody would think that. I really can. But that's because I don't show my work, and I don't show my work on purpose. Because people like to keep tabs on my progress and try to surpass me like it's a competition when, no, this is just about my future and my livelihood. And I've always been about that. That has nothing to do with you. That is my own personal walk. Some of that has to do with God. You ain't God. I don't got to consult with you. You ain't making no ultimate decisions. If you want to be a part of it and progress with me, or you got a portion in that you want and you got something to bring to it, great. But to think that you can make a shake, make or break me, like you got or somebody, that that I can't do. I, I, I can't do that with people. So anyway, um, that drives me people that don't believe in me and um there's a plant that i learned about in toastmasters i can't remember the name of it fully but i think what they there was some kind of plant that grows at graveyards and um it's funny now because I, I knew at the time what they meant right away because i know how i am as a person and how i learn 
But basically, when somebody trying to throw me to the wolves, that's usually when I start really fighting. Like I don't fight when you just on some personal petty shit. I don't do that. When you trying to when you trying to get heavy with it, that's when I start getting. That's when I start swinging. Cause you you trying to be unfair about it. You didn't need to go. I my bad. You try to fuck with somebody strong. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Now you want to go get resources and shit like I started it. No, you started it. Fight your own battles. Don't be trying to incorporate everybody else. Now I got to incorporate everybody else. Then you find out next thing is, oh my gosh, you know more people than me. And you know people that could do stuff a lot more than my people. Yeah, so why did you even mess with me? That's, that's, that should teach you a lesson. See, luckily I'm a nice girl. But the lesson is, don't you go fucking with people not knowing shit. You just stop fucking with people all together and you'll be all right. That's the, that's the lesson in that right there. That's the gospel in that one. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm actually a nice person. Even when I'm a smart ass. If you listen to the words coming out my mouth, I'm actually still a nice person. I just have a way because I don't want to be extra sensitive because I am extra sensitive. And I, I kind of want to hug and love on everybody, but I can't because people, you know, they go too far. So I have to like, you know, just give you a compliment and sometimes people are so daggone like jealous of other people i have to give you a backhand compliment so nobody gets jealous and now you got people get getting on you know i really deal with that i could like somebody for who they are it don't got to be nothing special i just admire something about them they're something about their characteristics or some work they did here you go somebody somebody mad and hating because because I, I, I said it to you and because i don't say a lot but honestly, I would have said it to everybody. I literally noticed something good about everybody. Did you, did you want to get in line and let me do it? I mean, is that what it was? Well, listen, by the way, that was just a snippet because that's what I do for a living. So you're going to need to pay me to do that. That's why I said it, because that was just to let them know, like, hey, it seems like you might want to go in your field of what you're gifted with or one of the things you're gifted with. Holla at me. Other than that, if you just ask for compliments still, you need to pay me. Or do something to make me happy. I'll throw you a compliment. Because at the end of the day, that makes me that alone makes me happy. But in the meantime, I'm focused on other things. I'm being a boss. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at talent. That's all it was. Calm down. No need to get mad at people and ruin their lives. I mean, dad, you can't even get somebody a compliment. It's crazy. Anyway, in the meantime, I um, kind of forgot I was recording a little. But I don't care because I got to get it out, like I always say. Um, but my point is, is that, you know, it's funny how things are connected and I studied sociology while I was trying to finish studying psychology, but I already know that, uh, you know, I wasn't going to be, um, able to finish that without, like I said, I was trying, that's why I was trying to join the army. I thought they would finish my schooling for me, but whatever. In the meantime, um, that's a wrap. So, I got to study on the things I learned going to therapy and on things that I read. And so, I've just, and experiences. And so, these are mostly experiences. Um, some of the things are things I read and know as proof or as stuff that I practice from, like I said, a therapist that have given me some advice. But a lot of it is just, just looking at what I've noticed about situations and people's reactions or my own reaction my opinion on things and uh like i said i just ultimately was thinking about how when someone passes you know you tend to i'm getting better at this toastmasters thing i think i gotta go back and listen but anyway to recap 
when certain things happen, it tends to make you put things in perspective. And it's definitely when someone passes away. And I just don't want a deadly disease or, you know, um, going back to God. I don't want a deadly disease or nothing like that to take place for somebody to have to feel like, you know what, um, in case I die, you know, how does everybody feel about me? And forget how everybody feel about me. What will God think? But then also, yeah, no, really, what would my memory or legacy be? That's important, too. That is important. You know, I, I grew up thinking about that. I really actually did. I grew up thinking about how my whole family would leave an impression. Because I really see a lot in my family, honestly. But also, for some reason, I don't know if I have visions, but God put something on my heart when I was younger, and I knew how I was going to spend that money. I know that was one of the ways I was going to spend it, making sure that each of them individually have something for their kids. There are certain values that I already had in me when I was younger that I don't even know where I got that from, the way that I want to go about it, but that's just where it is. You know, I want everybody to have their own. I do. I want us to own things. Now, owning houses, I've had distant family members do stuff like that. Finishing college, that too. But or going to the army and stuff like that, or officers and, you know, teachers and doctors and things like that. But when it comes to being an entrepreneur, that is it. Some people do that too. But my issue is that it's not like a big thing. Like I feel, I, I wanted something big. That's just how I am. I don't mean it because I feel like I deserve something big, especially. No. When I think, I think about a lot of people. I think like how my mom cooks. My mom never cooks like it's just whoever's there. Somebody might come over and they might be hungry. So she makes a little extra. She used to make a cake every Sunday when I lived in uh, up north. We didn't eat the cake all the time. But I always had a friend who would come over and say, hey, what's up? And they'd want some cake. My grandmother did the same thing. So it's so odd because it runs in my family for us to be there for people, not just food-wise, but also to, to help others. It runs in my family. I've been giving clothes away since I was really young. There was another girl around me that was plus size, and um, she didn't have any money to get clothes her size. And I didn't, um, I didn't always have the best, but my stuff was of decent quality when I did have it. Really, because I ain't nowhere else to go. But also, you know, it was, you know, it was just of decent quality. I didn't, I didn't like mess up my stuff. I took good care of it. I've always been like that with my belongings. Actually, that's a, that's another trait of me that is, that's who I really am. So, and other people's belongings at that. That's really who I am. So, when my um when I got older and I realized that my family is like that and that other people's families aren't really naturally like that I didn't get mad I just realized that they need to be given a little more I mean no offense but if that's what we do naturally right we do that as a, a family right then why the hell wouldn't somebody put us in a situation to be able to do so on a platform that will help a lot of, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do naturally in my family. That is something that is instilled in our our, our um, genes. 
to help other people. That's the kind of fields we go in and everything. That's on both sides of my family. It's just one's a little more harder than the other one in a sense of like on the exterior. And so the way they can help is a little bit more, you know. Anyway, my point is, I come from a family of people who give a hell. We give it, we, we give it, you know, we care. That's what I'm saying. So it's instilled in me. I want to keep that going, but I think that we should be allowed to get more out of it. And I don't feel like anything's wrong with that at all. And if I feel, you know, if somebody feels bad about that ever, you know, I, I feel like that that means that they need to figure out what's wrong with their, their mindset because you should want the best for you and yours. Everybody should. And you shouldn't want it just for you and yours. You should want it for everybody, honestly. You should want the best for everybody, not just you and yours. Yeah, you damn sure should. Why the heck not? Why not? What's wrong with that? So, I wanted a whole city. I've been saying this on Facebook. I've had a few different Facebooks now. So, it might be along the way, miss, but it, I know all my Facebooks need to be a book, too. In the meantime, I just said this on Facebook numerous times that I was basically working so that I can get something big for me and mine and we can start businesses. I, I said that. I wasn't talking about just, I say this all the time because it's true. When I say family, that don't mean that you was born into mine. We could be family because we've known each other forever. We could be family because we have something monumental that happened between us. We could be family because we just close. Like, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, through Christ, we're all a family. And that's honestly supposed to be in every religion. Through the man above. We all, you know, somebody that's, you know, either way. We all really are family, okay? We all human. We at least got that in common. As far as I know, we are. All right? So that's what I mean. But um, just to wrap it up, because I went all over the place as I usually do. Just to wrap it up, I basically want to say that family is first in my mind and always in my heart. And I feel like we should all think that way. And we should think strategically about our family when we do things. And just to mention what I was talking about in the last uh, post, like basically, that is what I meant. You know, like we truly need to think about our futures a little more like strategically. You know, in other cultures, that's why I want to go traveling. In other cultures, that's what they do. It's important. Like, it's not something that, it's not only important like it is in our culture too, but in the cultures that I'm a part of. But the other reason that it's important is because if you're not strategic like that, you, your family might not eat, man. You, you don't want your family to eat. You're, you're, not, you're not concerned about feeding your family. Maybe I'm real old school, or maybe I, I'm not really from here. If nobody understands where I'm coming from deeply with that. You know, yeah, you could try to be on some fast track stuff. I'm not judging nobody that is. I'm not judging nobody, okay? You could be on some fast track stuff, but you still got to have something. You got to have something that ain't fast track too, you know, if you're going to do that. They can't depend on you if you ain't there. They, you're not gonna, nobody else gonna care like you care. They need you just like they need anybody else that's involved. You're just as important. This is coming from somebody who grew up without their father around. And it, 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 it really messed me up a little bit. But at the same time, the things that happened while he was in absence and knowing that he probably would have tried to do something different about it just to make sure that I was okay. Not, not anything else, but just to make sure I was okay. You know, that, that that messes with me sometimes. And men go to 
prison or die women go to prison or die those are the ultimate things you know what i'm saying it's other stuff that could happen too but those things happen and sometimes their kids don't know like what they went through to be in that situation that's important if your family has a business and they're working together and praying together at least you're immediate right when certain things are going on they're gonna pick up on it it's important that y'all keep everything kind of like even if you don't know what's going on i'm just learning this from my experiences of things that i lack or did not lack okay um but you know like i said this is more so for your immediate if you can stretch it out further than that okay but your immediate like you and your spouse and your children but if y'all don't if y'all don't stick together like that do business together makes make it be something or, or art together or or a, a something work out together whatever it is that bring you together it doesn't actually have to be business i'm just saying I'm thinking about a legacy and 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 another way to you know I'm I'm interested in business that's why in the future family but it's not just business I'm interested in feeding your family I'm in ways to do it and I'm ch I like to come up with different scenarios because at the moment I have to for myself as well change things around so ultimately what I'm saying is is that you do need to do something that brings y'all together and keeps y'all abreast of what's happening in each other's lives and that was just one way that I figured would help because that was something that me and my family lacked which was funds. Growing up, we didn't always have it. And um, even when I had my own immediate family, whether it was just me or me and my other person I was dealing with or what have you, it was the same thing. We didn't always have it. Now, sometimes we had more than what other people had, though, so that's good enough. Not saying that it's better, like, or nothing. I'm just saying, you know, I'm grateful. Not good enough, but grateful. It ain't good enough. It's great. I was grateful for that. Okay, at least I got a little something. I'm grateful. However, I still yearn for more and I work for more. I worked E-D, W-O-R-K-E-D for more and worked W-O-R-K for more. Now, now I don't get paid like that. I don't get paid now. So right now I'm building up for me to get paid. And so I'm studying different people. I'm not studying them like trying to be like them. I'm studying their moves of how did they get to where they got to? Because it seems like what I'm going to have to do is I really am going to have to write a book and somebody's going to have to help me turn it into something that and do audio podcasting in a book. But somebody's going to have to actually help me eventually put that into something visual. And it's going to be more than one platform and more than one uh, type of scene. And so when I'm ready for that, I want them to have had seen my material already or heard some of my stuff already. So I want to do speeches um, and I, and I want to do um, workshops and I want to do... Um, just material that people can buy that I've already made and I really am truly interested in this book thing I've got to get some help though because like I said I have a friend not a friend an associate who I love to work with and I really her or the other author that I know of I'd really love to work with them because again I've already did my stuff I, I need them to edit it at this point I didn't realize that that's all I really need them to do but they got to first access my old stuff and somebody's got to be able to help them do that and I got to depend on somebody else again, which is so hard to do sometimes. So that was my main thing, you know. Um, I need their guidance on what's the first thing I do, too. Because I wanted to be... I want to be creative about how I come out as an artist. I want to be strategic and creative. So I really don't, honestly, want it to be just some book of my life. Because if it's just some book of my life, first of all, who are you? And why do I care? And oh, that happened? Well, that happened to me too. 
I'd rather it be lessons or I'd rather it be like, but again, who am I? So I want to be creative in the aspect of making it entertaining when you get the lessons. And that's why I want to do a reality show, like a ploy on a reality show, but I also want to do a web series. So I really need that kind of help from them. And I think that will help them with their platforms as well. But it costs more money, too. So I think that's why I probably can't depend on them for that. I got to go another route. But I don't know who's going to be willing to help me. I have great ideas. I don't know why people won't help me. Or are they not great ideas? I mean, what's up? Let me know something. I really need to know, honestly. Are they not great ideas or something? I mean, I actually need to know what the issue is, though. Is it that they're bad ideas or is it that, you know, um, you, you, you don't know how to help me? I think that it's that they don't know how to help me. But my thing with them not knowing how to help me is, was anybody going to tell me something like where to go? Because that would be really helpful to me if I knew where to go at least. So let me try to listen to these, see what I can do. Um, I do know now, like I said, I got to go through all my stuff that I wrote down. I got stuff in, in, it's in so many places, but it's all time stamped and everything. So when I do go and formulate it, I mean, if somebody did copy me, I got all of time stamps on everything I created. So I ain't too worried, but at the same time, I am worried because like I said, is this person going to be able to edit that for me? I don't know. I have to find out soon.